Hello, and welcome to The Hill is Always Greener, a show where four friends have spine-chilling discussions about Sonic the Hedgehog to distract themselves from the inevitable passage of time, creeping slower and slower to death and nothingness. Come join me, your host today, Game Buddy. I'm Rock the Jake, it's 12 at midnight and I've got a bowl of popcorn ready to go. I'm Cyberlink and I feel like I need to lock my door. And I'm Falero. Ooh, the spooky person in the room. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, I'm like that person from that show that I can't remember the name of that all the Americans watched. <laughs> Crypt Keeper? Yes, yeah, Mark Campbell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought you were just doing a decap attack. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> just a decap attack in general. <laughs> He's always like this, he is. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's our, uh, it's the Halloween-ish special for the year 2023, and <laughs> this is going to be another really fun, short bonus episode, and today, well, we are digging into another scary part of Sonic history. We are going back, back, no, even further back than that. Yeah, we're not talking about any of that coming out of your computer scary Sonic bullcrap. No, we're talking about the real scary stuff. We're talking about that old Tails doll. Ooh. <gasps> How, where, mm, where do we even start with this? It's such a ubiquitous thing in Sonic fandom that the Tails doll is scary, but is he? Was it ever supposed to be? <laughs> I don't think it ever was. But, mm, mm. It, it definitely, I don't think it was, but at the same time, like, I can understand why people would, you know, read it that way. Like, you look at it, it's just got those dead eyes. Yeah. That just. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is a combination of very innocuous, innocent looking design that when it applied to the 3D graphics of 1997 just kind of turned out like that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if it was a sprite, we wouldn't have been that bothered by it. Maybe. Mm. And I, I don't know about you fellas, I do have some pretty ancient Sonic fandom memories of like scary Tails doll things. Speaking for myself, my first interaction with Tails doll, um, was through the Sonic shorts and with uh, shorts by like Comic Pro and Boozerman. By that time, I was already like 18, 19. The only thing to me scary about it was just like the jump scare effect to it and the actually, like, especially in the case of Comic Pro, like the incredibly good, it's like scary, scratchy art to it. Oh, yeah, I uh, love that. Yeah. And like, there's Absolutely. definitely something creepy about like those original 3D graphics of the Tails doll, but I've never looked at it and thought, oh no, what's gonna. It's going to come out of my toilet and choke me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be concerned if you had those specific thoughts. But <laughs> I'm creating a new Tails doll curse. <laughs> the, 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 the kids seem to be into weird, weird faces popping out of toilets lately. Oh, gosh, they are, aren't they? <laughs> Although it does all seem to come back to Gmod, so God bless them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fulfilling the, the, the old man yells at cloud quotient of this episode. <laughs> Oh, there's still going to be plenty of that. Oh, <laughs> Should we talk about where it came from, though? Yes, yes. So, Tails Doll can be traced back to its initial appearance in Sonic R for the Sega Saturn and PC. It's kind of... It doesn't make a whole lot of sense why Eggman would choose to do it this way. Like, we know the real-world reason for it. Uh, it was designed by, I believe, uh, Yoshitaku Miura, 
who was the field artist and art director for Sonic Team and was basically, at the time, Sonic Adventure was also in development. And, you know, they had those Tails, Knuckles, and Sonic dolls that you shoot in Gamma's first stage. And apparently they got the idea from that and decided to turn that into a playable character for Sonic R. But it's ostensibly supposed to be another Eggman creation used to, you know, get more people on his side in this World Grand Prix to stop Sonic from getting the Chaos Emeralds and everything. But as opposed to Metal Sonic and Metal Knuckles and everything, it's just like this weird little doll that is animated by some kind of gem in its forehead. It doesn't do much beyond just floating around. It's a little suspect, let's say. That's kind of the thing, because it's like the way it floats is like the gem is leading it along. Because the limbs just sort of hang there, most for the most part. Yeah, it'll it'll animate again during the uh, victory animation. But when it's going along, it's not running. It's not using its tails or anything. It's just like it's ragdolling. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And it's, it's like possessed a floating. little bit weird. If I remember correctly, he does like float over bodies of water in Sonic R as like mm. an advantage, and he yep. doesn't doesn't quite jump like the other characters either. No, he doesn't. He just kind of floats upward, and yeah. that's it. I do like. I think in a. Uh, I can't remember when this first showed up. I know it is in like the Encyclopedia uh, canonizing that. Uh, refers to Tails doll as some kind of insult to the real Tails, like <laughs> Dr. Eggman didn't think Tails was cool enough to make a proper doppelganger of just yet. <laughs> well, well maybe, maybe it's more targeted just because it's like, in theory, Tails is the only one as smart as Eggman, so he's like, oh, and then I took that personally. <laughs> 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 Tails just oh. like oh man I don't get a robot no <laughs> I don't know maybe you also interpret it as like oh he's just a little cute one oh I'll make a little teddy bear out of him but unintentionally he made something horrifying yes yeah. <laughs> yes and I mean you we do see what we're, we're gonna talk about that you do see uh in other um official stories uh Eggman using that disarming appearance to his advantage I man, I think some of the first like scary Tails doll things, like I'm talking about even before the Sonic shorts, might may have even predated like the term creepy pasta. Yeah. I remember it's it's not the the famous like bloody tails doll with the uh, the can you feel the sunshine and and image. I remember seeing just I, I think it's it might be one of the victory screens from Sonic R, but was just used as the background from some old like angel fire geo city site and ah man it wasn't until years later that i would see like actual like scary stuff for tails doll but that just stuck in my brain like i remember this from like my dial-up days and so when um (laughs) you know i i began seeing other things like oh yeah i remember it is creepy right (laughs) (laughs) just little kid brain 
<laughs> Dial-up is scary enough on its own, so <laughs> combine that uh, with Tales Doll. <laughs> I, I remember sharing before, I think it was our fanfic episode, that, oh man, I could not find it. I think it might be lost forever, but it was a, a, a fanfic where Tales, like, it gets roboticized. I think it was, like, the Sad AM universe or whatnot. But for some reason, like, he was so much more powerful than any other roboticized uh, Mobian and just started, like, killing Sonic and his friends in, like, the most mature rated ways possible. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but Cyberlink found the fanfiction. It's by the author Asher Ty. It used to be called Silver Fox, but they changed the name, re-edited it, and incorporated it into their own, like, fanfiction universe, and it is the exact story I read as a too young, impressionable child. <laughs> I cannot speak for its quality in this day and age, but gosh darn it, it sure stuck in my head forever, so give it a look. I, I, I think my child brain just made the connection that Tails, Robot, or Doppelgangers are very scary and will kill people, so I just accepted that fan-invented Tails doll lore wholeheartedly. Oh, oh yeah, obviously. Like, did you see the ending of Sonic Lost World? That was dark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all that to say that, you know... So- Tails doll, seemingly innocent origins, but for whatever reason, somewhere around the mid-2000s, things kind of started to take a bit of a dark turn for this little, this little guy. Just this little guy. What? You're trying to tell me? Okay, hold on. Trying to tell me that fans of something targeted towards children (laughs) would inject mature, scary themes for an arbitrary reason to make it frightening. (laughs) <laughs> I, I realize it does not happen particularly often, but for whatever reason, this specific instance and no other. We call it the millennial edge. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know what it is. Um, like, it's uh, uh, there was a video, by the way, by someone called The Mentok, who went out of their way to actually find the first instance that, uh, that is still available on the internet. Of someone, like, coming up with the idea that the tail stall is cursed in some way. It basically originated on, like, the, the, one of the crea- the creator of co- the Quacker and Bowen webcomic, and, like, a few other people had a silly in-joke on the Mobius forums, of all things, back in 2004-2005, where they were joking about the, their tail stalls being cursed, and, yeah, that's essentially what, I guess, where this is where it all spawned from. Which largely lines up with my own memories of when I first started seeing stuff about Tails Doll being, you know, this cursed thing. Like, I'm pretty sure I remember at some point seeing the Quacker and Bowen subpage where a lot of these creepypasta, uh, like, stories were reposted and stuff like that. Yeah, because I feel like the creator just started up a fake little curse, like, based on that. Because you know how it is when you've got an in-joke with friends, and you're just like, haha, but what if we made everyone else suffer this? And uh, that's essentially <laughs> what happened here, I think. Cause the and then was- you called it Sonic F. <laughs> I was about to say, that's this podcast curse. wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's kind of what spawned it, is, like, just coming up with a silly... Because, uh, like I said, predating, like, lots of copypastas, like, when did... Like stuff like Ben Drowned first show up. Ben Drowned was definitely later because it was post YouTube, because that's where I first saw those videos. Yeah, you. I th- I think probably around that town time you had some like some of the classics. Like, gosh, I think the first like 
creepy pasta I remember stumbling across was like Ted the Caver, which is still holds up. Like, go read it right now. It's so good. Um, but stuff like that and like uh, Candle Cove and look might not hold up from a like good writing standpoint, but will always have a special place in my heart. The original Godzilla NES creepypasta. Oh, yeah. But, but I I think all of those like predate like the understanding of people like, oh, yeah, this is a creepy story on the Internet that involves a video, a video game, a creepypasta. It's like but like you said, like the tales, the, the, the tales doll thing was called a curse and it was more like a, you know, like a Bloody Mary thing, like turn the lights off, look in the mirror. Yeah, like like an urban legend kind of thing. Yes. That, that like spread like wildfire in the early days of the Internet because they weren't limited to you know your sleepovers and the playground and stuff like that um but yeah it's it's so fascinating that that is a really good video by the way we will we will definitely link that like i'm very impressed this person was able to literally track down (laughs) all of that stuff yeah way backing machine way back machining their way to the uh, the closest thing they could get to an origin of this uh this urban legend oh also by the way just listeners are probably wondering uh, there are, is another well-known um, Sonic creepypasta, but we're not going to be discussing it here on this podcast because we're not going to give that person the time of day. Uh, moving on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, like something about this just kind of caught wildfire, and I remember it spreading basically to every corner of the Sonic fandom just completely... like overwriting everybody's whatever perception there was of tales doll at the time everybody just completely bought in on yeah no that thing is actually like super creepy so obviously it's the harbinger of death it just makes sense <laughs> it's it's very funny and and jake you've already mentioned it but by the time like we were doing like Sonic shorts and uh, uh, I think Wax was the first person. Yeah, to put Wax. Wax was the first one. It was like the uh, the po- loading like game. The post. No, it was the post credits. Uh, thing oh, you click on okay. One. Yeah, it's like replay or play with the Tails doll, and <laughs> you click. Yeah. You can do a little click on him, and you'll do a bunch of funny quotes. And it started off with like some. I'm pretty sure some Metal Overlord quotes. Yeah, to that was the first one. Was a Metal Overlord. It's it's the it's Mark Hamill's Joker laugh and then right. a bunch of a bunch of me with a scary voice filter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I even remember like rewatching that remembering like uh, I think Wax sent me like a bunch of just scary things to say and picked a handful. There's one I think that I, after after all the quotes play and the uh, the lights go out and there's a big jump scare with a laugh like that laugh is me. I think that laugh was attached to uh, me just creepily reading the um, the Willy Wonka scary part in the the tunnel scene. You know, there's no earthly way of knowing, etc., etc. Uh. <laughs> I remember recording that. I wish I still had it. Oh. But um gosh, that's so that's so funny to re- to remember that. Um but yeah, but by the time like that came around, I was like, no, oh, yeah, everybody knows Tales doll and now looking back and seeing like, oh dang, like lots of people like n- first saw creepy Tales doll from those Sonic shorts to this day. <laughs> I feel like, like there have been a few. Like, we there was a surprising. I was watching like a compilation video of the Sonic Shorts Tales doll references, and there were a lot more than I expected from different artists. I think the one I tend to see the most though is uh, Comic Bros. 
a hidden Tails doll short. Yeah, uh, you have to click yeah, on something so to find. Yes, uh, with the big yeah. bloody grin. Yeah, the German. Like, it doesn't look much like the actual Tails doll. It has the little uh, jewel, but you know, comic would take would have their own take on characters, which was very good and very hard to look at at times, on in a good way. <laughs> Yes, yes. I I love uh, Comic Pro's art, um, their own original projects, because their art style is just so it's it's a little hard to describe. Like, I I don't want to reduce it by saying like, oh, you know, some of some of their older stuff is reminiscent of like the the Joan and Vasquez, like very harsh lines. But I just I'm sure we we will have linked Comic Pro's like original stuff in the the show notes. But yeah, go go give that a a look because for sure if you like that creepy tales doll uh they they will supply you with all of the excellent art you need i always really liked and now i realize it's only the one credits gag i really liked uh boozer man's tales doll where uh (laughs) the real tales shows up in the credits to beat him up and then marine (laughs) picks him up and goes and consoles him and he squeaks like a teddy bear yeah that did kind of lead to a whole thing with Tails Doll and Marine, like further down the line from Boozerman, which is always fun to go back to. I enjoyed that that little kind of like storyline universe that Boozerman created of yeah. of like the friendship between Marine and uh, Tails Doll. It was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, for the completion's sake, I also did voice Tails Doll in one of the shorts. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> for the se- for the secret short in uh, Volume Seven that Wax animated. That where Tails doll is chasing Tails and then yep. offers him a ring. <laughs> you oh, this? That was you. Okay. <laughs> yep. And it's only tangentially related, but um, I laughed because I uh, there's the secret Knuckles doll short, also by Comic Pro, in uh, the Knuckles shorts, where it's a bunch of the animators have been murdered in the background. And I just remember <laughs> the, the forum, uh, the old Sonic Paradox forums, where uh, Comic Pro was like, hey, I want to do this, but I want to make sure everyone's okay with being, you know, me drawing them dead and being murdered. And I just remember being like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's me hanging by, a, it might be like a video game controller cord. I think, I think it might be a microphone. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Oh, boy. Good times. Yeah, sure. Kill me. <laughs> Please, yeah, think- even. I think I recognize every single person in that short. <laughs> it was like dead in horrible, horrifying ways. <laughs> that is like the the uh, as as close as we can get to the actual origins of why <laughs> Tails kind doll of is how considered. the spread happened. Yes, um, but Tails doll has shown up in some other official media. Hasn't? Uh, I don't think. Not in any mainline games. Like Metal Knuckles has has shown up a few times in in side games. Uh, you know his cousin Mecha Knuckles is in Sonic Advance, but Tails Doll I don't think has shown up in any main games, but has shown up in some some things that would be considered official material. So the big one. So you know, aside from the aforementioned dolls in Sonic Adventure, where. It's still really weird that the thing that came later inspired the thing that came before, but right. that's that's video game development for you. Yep. Yeah, when you when you look at those when you look at those targets in Sonic Adventure, you can draw a line to like, oh, okay, I yeah. see, I see how this led to the Tales at all. I would argue that the big one is the Archie Sonic comics, where you know 
Ian Flynn, being Ian Flynn, was like, I'm going to lean into it and <laughs> turned Tailsdow into this horrific eldritch being that's just Lovecraftian abomination that's, you know, disguised as this tiny little <laughs> doll thing. It was the last, <laughs> it was literally the last thing that attacked uh, Team Freedom before the reboot before the uh, Mega Man crossover and then coming out of that to the reboot, they were still fighting it, except it was maybe a lot less scary than uh, initially portrayed. But it's a bit H.R. Geiger kind of inspired looking thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's got a that's got laid. That's the lady part. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, I believe the proper term for it is a vagina dentata. That's okay, the yeah, so there you go. <laughs> I like it though because in this image that we're looking at, the the tail doll is kind of like, especially with that the gem coming off of it, it's like the light at the end of like a, a an angler fish, <laughs> you know, like the oh, little, yeah. the little the bait that draws in the prey. Oh, I love that. And I do remember, if I remember correctly, like uh, Eggman's whole thing with the Tails doll in that continuity was that he made it basically as a vessel to absorb other technology. And at the time, like all of Knothole was built up of nanites, which were controlled by Nicole. Yeah, the red gemstone is specifically meant to be a nanite disruptor. God, these pages are so cute. Oh, I hate that sound effect for <laughs> Tails doll. I don't know about that. But anyway, and that is what leads to the Eggman basically sends, <laughs> sends Tails doll his activation phrase, and he takes all of the nanites he's stolen and turns into this abomination. Um, yeah, I always remember that it kind of ends on a cliffhanger because, yeah, like you said, oh, time for a Mega Man crossover and then a soft reboot. Uh oh, the first one. And then you come back and they, they have to d- destroy this Tails doll. And then he he goes away. The post reboot version looks a lot more kind of bio lizardy, I think. Mm hmm. With a little bit of Metal Overlord. Yeah. Definitely some inspiration there. Um, I thought the interesting thing uh, I stumbled upon just, God, Googling random things to try and contribute to this this show today, uh, found some notes um, allegedly from Carl Ballers, one of the uh, writers who was on Archie for a long time, who actually uh, had like quite a few things planned for after Sonic's like tossed in space where he was gone in space for a year. And one of those things. Uh, things was to introduce the tails doll alongside a new metal sonic who would basically be his incarnation from sonic heroes and so like he had a team of metal doppelgangers um including i believe metal knuckles a metal amy and tails doll to like help him destroy the the world conquer mobius etc and i thought i just thought that was interesting of course carl would would leave the book after uh well for a lot of reasons we can't get into uh before he would implement any of this but i sure thought it sounded cool 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting to hear that from Bollers, who was like largely doing his own thing for the most part, uh, inventing a lot of his own characters and things. But yeah, to do something very gamey like that, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It seems super interesting because the, the notes, um, and I think I've got them linked here. You can read like he, he like didn't abandon his original characters. Like Nate Morgan's in there doing something. But yeah, tying a ton of game and um, even, it's <laughs> even got like, oh yeah, I would have, you know, thrown both cocoon in there for just as one of Eggman's little sidekicks. <laughs> well, he would have tried. I don't think yeah, Sega would have let say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you never know. I guess this was all around like 2003, 2004. Um, but yeah, like I, doing this show and, and going back has given me a, a lot more respect for for Carl Ballers as a, as a writer on Archie Sonic <laughs> compared to others anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Sonic Adventure adaptation. He did his best. He tried. <laughs> He tried. Don't forget, like, in the IDW, like, anniversary classic special that was set around the classic universe, uh, it has all of the doppelgangers. It's got Metal Sonic, Metal Knuckles, and Tails Doll. Uh, They are just uh, accompanying... Yeah, they're accompanying Robotnik, and it's it's, it's really cool. Uh, The Tails Doll is creepy in there, but not to the degree of what they were doing in late stage Archie. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It is very funny when when the characters acknowledge that there's just something off about Tails Doll. (laughs) Even Tails is, like, upset about it. (laughs) Yeah, Tails is like, okay, but later I want to know why I got that and not a cool metal Tails. (laughs) Yeah, see, exactly. Like we said, it's I like to believe it's Eggman being petty. (laughs) <laughs> yep, it is 100% Eggman being that petty. sniveling little fox boy thinks he's so smart. Thinks he's got the same IQ as me, does he? Oh, I'll show him. Look, this is what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what you sound like. Slurp, slurp. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, in official media, uh, Tails Doll would make... We've actually mentioned this in our Lego Dimensions episode, but a nice little cameo in there. Yep. A uh, similar cameo in the Minecraft DLC is a little doll sitting in the central hub. Although, you know what? It makes sense for Tails Doll to be in very blocky games because his original incarnation <laughs> is very polygonal and blocky. So yeah. Yeah. That's true. Surprisingly, no Tails Doll in Sonic Mania, but we did get the little Amy dolls in the uh, Gacha Boss fight in Metallic Madness, which were clearly based on Tails Doll. They've got the same red gem and everything, the same dead eyes. <laughs> I love those little Amy dolls. Yeah. And then uh as of this recording, which is not actually in October, so Sonic Superstars is not out, but we've seen images from the multiplayer mode where not Tails doll, but a full-fledged metal tails um yeah. that looks pretty cool after all these years. Yeah, all those little parts that you get to put together to make your own little custom character, and you can mix and match like little pieces, and there's obviously a bit of Metal Sonic, a bit of Mecha Sonic, I think, a bit of Metal Knuckles, and there's another Metal Tails. He looks cool for once. It looks <laughs> a, like it looks a lot like the Metal Tails from the uh, Sonic and Mega Man crossover, honestly. Yeah, a little bit. This one's this one's more yellow. Yellow. It's not not orange like that. <laughs> you cannot say yellow the same way anymore. <laughs> and it was all yellow. <laughs> I, I I would love if that metal tails ends up being created like by tails himself. <laughs> oh, that, yes, like, yeah, I'll show you. It makes sense in the context of the game because it means that you can customize. If you're doing robots, you can fully customize them without having to, like, violate Sega's internal mandates about, (laughs) you know, what Sonic characters are supposed to look like. Mm. Right, right. 
barely related, but it's only because we were just looking at a uh, footage of the uh, the fan game remake of Tales Adventure. But I know he was all over Archie Sonic, and I've I've sung the praises of how much I loved when Archie Sonic uh, took inspiration from Tales of Solo games. Let's bring back T Pup. Yeah, Tales is little robot fox dog. That <laughs> like, come on, man. There's plenty of opportunities. You know where it would have fit in just fine. That would have been better than what we got. Uh, you know, Lost World, where you had the what was it the the Chow robot or the drone? Yeah, or... like the little the little Navi robot things. Yeah, I mean Tails Tails still carries around his Miles Miles electric tablet. Like that would be the perfect thing for a controlling a T Pup. Incidentally, T-Pup is just the name from Archie Comics, just to give him a cute little name. I don't care, I like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's the remote robot, or the Mecha Tales, uh, originally, but yeah, T-Pup is better. Like, (laughs) that's just, love that little guy. Bring him back. I was today years old when I learned about T-Pup, and it's very cute. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days, we're going to do that uh, immediate post-Super Genesis Wave arc just looking back at all that but all in due time yeah that's largely all of the tales doll appearances but it's just so interesting to me how this weird little fandom in joke has become like such a staple of you know this character's portrayal that it's bled back into official interpretations oh no blood it's bleeding oh Oh, no Ah, my eyes ah that's no, fine. Um, <laughs> there's actually, you know, we we basically set this up as a spooky episode, but there's not much spooky to say because it's it's just it's it's mainly the fan stuff, really. It's yeah. cool yeah. that they got these little nods to it, um, but yeah, there's not it's not really that. I don't think the Tales doll isolated is actually all that scary. A little bit unsettling, maybe, but I don't think. It was never intended to be scary, I don't think. So no, absolutely not. I'm I, I do think it's all in good fun. And I mean, like, I appreciate a good like horror spin on this'll be the seventh, eighth, twelfth time I've said, but the uh the Scrapnik Island miniseries from IDW Ooh. is fantastic and also like, hey, how do you do horror with Sonic? Uh like this. <laughs> yeah. I need to read that. <laughs> Oh, it's up, Jake. It's very good. I, <laughs> I felt you. I felt you like spiritually put your hand on my shoulder and said, "Jake, <laughs> Jake, we've talked about this. <laughs> I will put it on the schedule for next Halloween if we have to." Slurp. You know, as somebody who is really not all that into horror, I do also appreciate that the Tales doll creepypasta stuff has a bit more subtlety to it, where it's all about like building suspense and dread and everything as opposed to kind of the modern creepypasta or not even creepypasta just quote-unquote horror approach of blood everywhere there's no build-up it's just all violence and gore and blood blood crimson copper smelling blood his blood 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 and bits of sick. <laughs> I know writers who use subtext and they're all cowards. <laughs> there is something very special about Tails Doll and everything around it that I appreciate. Yeah, definitely. I, so I have a question before we like totally end this discussion. With the way that Tails Doll has been incorporated into official like media and stuff like that, 
how, if at all, would we like to see Tales Doll incorporated in the future, whether through IDW or through official games or whatever? Sonic R2. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the answer. Uh, bring, give us a good Sonic R. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, man, after Scrapnik Island, like, I want to see more, like, uh, Sonic-appropriate, like, uh, genre shifts, whether it's horror or, I, I just, I think with the right team of writers and artists, like, it can work. Like, I, I would, Tales Doll has never felt like a, a, um, you know, and everybody's got different opinions on what counts, but as a, like, oh, we're winking at something the fandom does, wink, wink, <laughs> like, I've never felt like it's been too overused. Used. it's just a funny thing that shows up like yeah. it's it's more it's so ubiquitous now like you know that it's shown up in like idw comics which are very like hey sega likes these um that i wouldn't be surprised if tails doll shows up i'd be surprised if there wasn't some element of it in superstars like as yeah. an acknowledgement of like hey we've got a metal tails but here's here's what we used to have it's the creepy one maybe he's like <laughs> in a, a garbage can in the background or something make it make him a little or like in the next time they do a car racing game, make him like a little ornament hanging from the antenna on Tails oh, car. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Rob mobile, like in Rob mobile. Yeah. <laughs> or strapped to the grill. Yes. <laughs> Some bungee cords. <laughs> Man, that's good. Um, like, you mentioned like how sometimes corporations look at what the fans are doing and they then they take it and they they ride it into the ground and you know, there are certainly aspects of Sonic fan culture that have unfortunately made it into Sonic media that I am a lot more upset about than Tails Doll. <laughs> yeah, some of those have gotta go, in my opinion. Yeah, and quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so just to share, like, kind of my thoughts on it, uh, since we have, you know, the existence of that wonderful game, The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, and, you know, that was, you know, that was a free, like, April Fool's uh, game that turned out to be extremely good. And I think, you know, that opens up the door for the potential of, like, oh, here's a surprise, like, Halloween Sonic game and into features Tales Doll. And if I think, I think it'd be really good if the same people who made Murder Sonic the Hedgehog did something with that, too. I mean, there have been some spooky visual novels. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sonic, the, Sonic the Hedgehog when they cry, you know. <laughs> oh, oh no! God. I was just thinking that too. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Maybe not to that level, but I mean, yeah. No. When they go fast. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Murder of Sonic. Like, okay, I guess I'm just so used to most of Sonic official things like using the word kill and murdered like that is all throughout that visual novel even yep. though you know like Sonic even you don't even have to play it to know Sonic is not really dead but I guess it just <laughs> uses not even adult language I mean god okay it's just because I grew up on Toonami where you know you would have to say destroy <laughs> someone oh, yeah. Sonic got sent to, to the... another dimension exactly <laughs> the shadow but realm. like I think, uh, you know, Murder of Sonic and, like, Scrapnik is perfectly fine for, like, the age range of Sonic. Like, you know, 8 to 13 year olds that they're actually you know, like, the entire fandom is included, but that is, like, where Sonic skews. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah I, 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 I totally see like, that same team with, with some, some extra helpers, like, doing a, oh, you know, maybe like you said, Tails doll, but maybe like a Tails, guy. I've almost got like a, like a mini side Silent Hill story with oh, the Tails and like Tails doll and you just have to like find your way out of like a maze or something. <laughs> it's like the room, but 
<laughs> the, the Silent Hill Four, the the room one. Oh yes, yes. Oh, right, uh, home room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. There's also a like the horror adjacent escape game called The Room, but no, no, no right. Tommy Wiseau's involved <laughs> Just, either way. Everybody betrayed me. I'm fed up with Sonic's world. <laughs> oh, hello, Tails. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get Tails doll. It's not true. I did not. Man, these timely references on our podcast. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, we're going back in time for this one. I know. We yes. started in the early 2000s. We're ending in the early 2000s. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think I'd be, I'd be okay with a more scary, more adult uh, Sonic-related thing, because I grew up with a comic that had a Streets of Rage strip where a dude got shot in the head and then fell in, one of them fell into lava. So, And I'm perfectly okay <laughs> this is what we want, Sega. I mean, you're doing a Sonic the Hedgehog podcast. You can't really say you're totally okay. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine, damn it. <laughs> well, audience, that was some spooky stuff. Thanks for sticking with us today. <laughs> I've been your host, Game Buddy. This has been The Hill is Always Greener. You can find us around the social medias uh, under Sonic F Series. You can find me around the internet under game buddies sometimes with a one two three and unfortunately you can still find me on twitter at <laughs> great job jeremy that's gr and the number eight well the story's over and i have like ten thousand popcorn kernels stuck in my teeth good thing i'm going to the dentist tomorrow you can find me on all the social medias as rock the jake and on twitch.tv as mr rock the jake I think I've boarded up the last of my windows, so for now, you can find me on various social media sites at Cyberlink420. Ooh, and you can find me all across the internet, including X.com, and Falero, and also the Dark Skies, <laughs> and so on and so forth. The Chris Keeper. That's F-A-U-L-E, double R-O. I love that jingle. <laughs> and a special thanks as always to amy waters for the use of our regular theme song it's from the album gotta go slow you know what i started doing rod serling and now i'm going into fucking oh. casey casey <laughs> <laughs> oh you just need like to have scoop. a break, have a breakdown now and start cursing on yeah <laughs> up tempo death track <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, you can find uh, much more of Amy's music on her YouTube and Bandcamp, and we have put her link tree to all of her sites in our show notes. Also, remember to share and like the show. Like that stuff actually helps us. You know the drill. Please leave us a review, comment, share it around. We love that stuff. Thank you so much. And you know what? It's that time of year. Pretend our podcast is a creepypasta. You got to c- copy it and paste it everywhere so that we don't send the tail salt curse on you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Our next regular scheduled episode, I think we may have already mentioned it on our last time, but... We certainly did. It's going to be Sonic 2, the game. Not the movie? The classic one. No, no. <laughs> Which, you know what? You joked about that, Falero. I also, when I just randomly Googled Sonic the Hedgehog 2, that movie does come up instead of the classic game. Which, again, I've mixed feelings of, but mm-hmm. nah, it's, it's, it's fine. People know. People know. People know. <laughs> I sure hope they do. That episode will be really good, because I've already finished editing it. (laughs) (laughs) But until then, I'm Game Buddy. I'm Rock the Jake. I'm Cyberlink. And I'm Falero. And um, guys, I, I hear something. I think something's following me.
Oh my oh, God, man. Jake, be uh, careful. Okay, Don't turn around. I think I found the tail doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this has been The Hill is Always Greener, and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> 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 Tee-hee.